Welcome to the introductory episode to Ravenclaw Readers. I'm Claire. I'm Ella. And I'm Paul. First of all, I think I'd like to just read out a little thing that I wrote describing why I wanted to make this podcast in the first place. It's very sincere and a bit embarrassing, but oh well, here we go. The Harry Potter series had always been an important part of my childhood and my early teenage years. I was there from almost the beginning, and trust me, those three years between the end of Goblet of Fire and the publication of Order of the Phoenix were the longest of my life. Although I still treasured my first edition book, with their yellowing pages and their sun-bleached spines. As the years went by, I found I had only a passing interest in the wizarding world. I thought the films were alright, though I was never a big fan, and I would take a cursory glance at Pottermore every now and then. I didn't even consider seeing the first Fantastic Beast film in the cinema, and Chris Child neither delighted nor disappointed me because I simply wasn't interested enough to mind either way. But then at the beginning of this year, I was overcome with the impulse to revisit the Harry Potter books for the first time in almost a decade. I decided to start with Prisoner of Azkaban because that had always been my most treasured of the series. So I downloaded the audiobooks, placed my headphones over my ears, and let the soothing voice of Stephen Fry guide me back into this magical world I was worried I had forgotten, and safe to say I was a bit nervous. Would the series live up to my memory of it? Would I still find the story as engaging, the characters as colourful, the world as exciting, now that I had grown very old and cynical? And honestly, it completely and utterly held up. Revisiting that world, those characters, it was as if an explosion had gone off in my brain, and I could not stop thinking about it. And since then, I've been gripped with this question. What makes Harry Potter so compelling? Because that experience, the magic I had felt as a child and the pull that had brought me back to it as an adult is not unique to me. Harry Potter became a worldwide phenomenon and one that was not a flash in the pan but marked with a sustained longevity. And I want to explore why that is the case. The answer to what makes a great work of literature, well, the answers to that are manifold. And yes, I do think that Harry Potter deserves a place in that category. It is undoubtedly a great literary work. One of the reasons I think this is because J.K. Rowling has managed to tap into something significant, something profound in storytelling. Harry Potter is a story about a hero, a young boy who overcomes the odds stacked against him to rid the world of a disastrous evil. The story is not new, in fact it is very old, a tale told time and time again. But there is a reason why we return to these stories, because they mean something to us, they speak to us, we find something in these tales that give us strength. Bravery, friendship, death, and of course, love. These themes are as old or older than literature, as old as mythology. Rowling was able to reach deep into these tales and gives them new life through the Harry Potter series because these are the stories she tells, and most importantly, she tells them well. Harry Potter draws on a massive wealth of literature spanning thousands of years, from the stories of the Old Testament and the epic poetry of Homer through the plays of Shakespeare and the novels of Dickens. I want to explore these literary influences and look at Harry Potter's place within the literary tradition as a whole. So I'm going to, once again, reread the series, but this time with an eye on the ocean of myth and literature that has helped to form Harry Potter. Every week we will read a chapter from the Harry Potter series and compare the themes images or ideas relayed in that chapter to an influential work from the literary canon. Harry Potter will therefore be our primary text, our main focus. In order to keep this podcast as neat as possible, I will pick a particular paragraph, speech, or a single tale from a secondary text. This text could be a myth, a Bible story, or a work now considered a classic of literature. Jane Austen, Lewis Carroll, you name it. But if you haven't read, say, Oliver Twist, or if you're a bit sketchy on your knowledge of the Greek gods, don't worry, it is part of our job to guide you along the way. We want to see how the other stories relate to Harry Potter, a kind of 
associative thinking. What are the parallels, the similarities, but equally importantly, what are the differences in these stories? Does our engagement with these other works colour our reading of Harry Potter? And in what way? How does Harry as a protagonist relate to the heroes of ancient Greece? What is the significance of Voldemort's manic pursuit of immortality? And how has this obsession with eternal life been portrayed in countless tales spanning centuries? We'll also take a deep dive into a close reading of each chapter. We're all literature students, so we really can't help ourselves when tempted with an opportunity for textual analysis. In his collection of essays entitled Why Read the Classics, Italo Calvino defines a classic as, quote, a book which with each reading offers as much of a sense of discovery as the first reading. This truly speaks to my experience with Harry Potter, and I strongly believe these seven books deserve to be thought of as classics. And honestly, I'm excited to see what I discover in this latest reread. If it sounds like your cup of tea, I really hope you join us along the way. That was really nice. Thank you, Paul. Um, Ella, why do you want to do this? <laughs> what do you hope to get out of this uh, little venture? Oh, well, it's kind of nothing so deep as what you just said, but uh, basically just to share my immense love of Harry Potter and to talk about it with fellow fans and to bring in some of my background, you know, analysing literature and going really deep. Um, and I finally found somebody who likes to go as deep into the literature as I do. So perfect combination. Yes, we both have the same relation to Harry Potter, I think. And Paul, what about you? You've got a different story to tell. Well, I haven't actually read Harry Potter. So um, <laughs> I, all right, get out of your system. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've uh, read the first chapter for the, for the sake of this, for this podcast. I suppose I can give a sort of outsider's perspective in that regard. I think there's, there's a, a sort of a Harry Potter tribe there are people who have harry potter tattoos and uh you go to these conventions and dress up and it's all amazing and i'm not part of that i've never it's never appealed to me having never read the books i suppose just listening to uh to you folks talking about harry potter it's it's obviously that jk rowling intentionally or not draws from a very rich literary tradition i was reading uh that italo Cavino. Um, Why read the classics? Yeah, it's the start good. of it. And he mentions a uh, Italian art historian, very very posh man, and he loves Dickinson's uh, Dickens um, Pickwick Papers, and he, mm -hmm. he relates everything to the Pickwick Papers, which we don't necessarily, when we think of great works of literature, we may think of Dickens, but we certainly don't think of, of that particular text. So I think it's quite um, surprising what can the the depths you can you can go in to all right the end when you said about um italo calvino talking about that man relating to things to the uh, relating everything to the pickwick papers i when i read that part of the book i was like this is me with harry potter everything i can think of i can relate to a character in harry potter a theme in harry potter or something so yeah i think there's going to be a lot to discuss we're kind of a bit in an experimental stage so we'll see how everything goes but um, yeah, I think this is going to be a really deep dive, detailed analysis. So if that's what people like, and I think a lot of Harry Potter fans do like that, then please come and join us. Mm -hmm.